Do you want to get smarter about your health but feel overwhelmed trying to separate fact from fiction? Well, I deeply understand that, and that's why I want to find a source that we both could trust, you and me, and I found this podcast. So let me introduce you to the Zoe Science and Nutrition Podcast. With the help of world-leading scientists, they help you make smarter, healthier choices every single week. And don't just take my word for it. (laughs) Avid podcast fan Joanne's Apple Review says this. Joanne's Apple Review says, Zoe Science and Nutrition is always informative and always understandable. And that she's definitely a healthier person listening to this and following Zoe's advice, which I love. We love sources that you can trust. And if you're ready to join millions of others like Joanne, transforming their health and like me, then search for Zoe Science and Nutrition wherever you listen to your podcast. I promise you will not regret it. It is an awesome show and I've learned so much from it. Go check it out. When I asked for these questions, I said that they could literally be about anything. Even though it's a spirituality Q&A, the reality of life is that we are living a spiritual experience. No matter if we feel it or if we don't, we are constantly living this very spiritual, divine, and profound experience. So everything underneath the umbrella of existence is spiritual. So that's why I'm so excited about these questions. Let's see, like, I'm going to just, like, give you a hint. We're talking about jealousy. We're talking about spiritual practice for ADHD. We're talking about strengthening your intuition, deja vu. We're going to talk about all these different things, how to find spiritual friends, so much more. We are going to answer your questions today, guys, for the spiritual Q&A. I'm so fucking excited. Let's get into it. More personal, more vulnerable, more open, more fucking real than ever. You've arrived at your destination. And we're back, guys, for the fourth episode of the Spirituality Series. Thank you so much for this month. July was an amazing month where I realized... I wasn't fucking in my practice enough and I'm going to be here and I'm going to own my shit because you know on Skinny Dipping, the podcast, we love to own our motherfucking shit and be honest and be real with ourselves and the reality of the situation is that I can get so lost in the hustle and the bustle and so lost in you know, my job or, you know, the content I'm creating or just my friendships, my relationships. I just can get so lost in so many things to the point where I forget about myself. I forget about my true self. I forget about my spiritual self. I'm not in my practice. I'm not connected. In fact, I'm disconnected. And I'm going to own my motherfucking shit and say that July was a big wake up call for me creating the series, realizing that, you know, I want to be more in my practice And I want to feel more connected to myself and to the universe and to my guides because for a second there, I couldn't even feel them. I was like, hello, am I just down here by myself? (laughs) Please don't leave me down here by myself. Mom, come pick me up. (laughs) Literally though, guys, like I felt super disconnected for myself. And this week with the new moon is a huge fucking wake up call that I need to tap into that Scorpio rising part of myself that loves to connect 
And I need to fucking connect and be in my practice. And I hope me owning my shit and owning that I haven't been in it can make you guys look at yourself, make you guys look at yourself and make you guys be like, okay, like maybe I feel that way too. And maybe that's why I'm feeling so sad and unfulfilled or anxious or upset or irritable or just short tempered or whatever it is. When these things and these emotions are coming up for you, it's just so important to look at them and be like, Hey, what's going on? Like, do you feel disconnected? Do you feel fearful because you don't know what to believe in because you don't even know who you are because you're not even connected to yourself? If so, I've been there. I understand. So I just wanted to start this episode with a little own our shit moment because I haven't done that all season. We've talked a lot about a lot of things. I need to come back to honesty and reality. And it's like, yes, I know all this shit, but that doesn't mean that it's always applied in my life. I would love to be deeper into my spiritual practice, and I hope you guys can hold me accountable, and I will also hold you guys accountable because it just feels so good to be connected, feel good about yourself and growing and feeling proud of the person that you're becoming. But it's so important to be in those moments that we're not in it because they make us realize how much we love to be connected. So guys, before we get into this Q&A episode and I go through as many questions as I can in this amount of time, subscribe if you're new, download the episode, send to somebody that you love. Let's get skinny dipping out there for everyone to see so that we can increase our community. And I have an amazing like almost like a discord like facebook page i don't know it's, it's on a different program but something is coming out in the next couple of weeks that is going to be a place for us to open up the conversation and bring it beyond the podcast and expand the community and just continue the conversation so get excited about that guys remember that i have my shadow work ebook you can catch up on all the episodes on spotify on apple podcasts on google podcasts i love you guys so fucking much. You are inherently worthy. Let's get into this episode. You can follow me at Sundays to KK and you can follow the podcast at Skinny Dipping Diaries. Let's get into it. Ah! <laughs> Let's see what questions we got here. Bottom to topper, top to bottom. I'm going to start with the first question asked. I'm not going to be able to get to all these questions, but if you really want your question to be answered, you can always DM me and whenever I have time and whenever I'm just, you know, chilling one night, smoking my crystal pipe, vibing, like I'll answer questions, maybe pull you some tarot. So don't be scared. Like DM me. I love to talk to you guys. Okay. How do you deal with shame while spiritually awaking? So I'm not exactly sure what type of shame this viewer is talking about. But for me, what is intuitively coming up is that it's that when you're spiritually awaking, like I was talking about before, it actually totally relates to the own your shit portion, which I didn't even plan. But when you're beginning to awake spiritually, you learn all this stuff, right? And you know what's best for you. You know how to align to your higher self. You know how to manifest your dream life. And it's like, I know, I know, I know cognitively in my conscious brain, like I know what's going on. But then there's this, you know, if you've ever read The Big Leap, there's this upper limit problem where we don't want to accept the change and do what's best for us because what's familiar and more toxic and and more depleting is what we're used to. So we're going to go back to that every single time because we love familiarity in our brain to make us feel safe. So I see there being a lot of shame around knowing what you need to do, but not actually fucking doing it because it doesn't fit into your actual current reality and your current version of yourself. It doesn't fit into this. So even though you consciously know, 
Oh, even though you consciously know you don't do it. And I feel like that brings up a lot of shame for people on their spiritual journey, especially in the beginning, especially within the first like five years. I think there's a lot of moments where, you know, you just know that you should be doing something different and you should be choosing something different, but you don't. And when it comes to that type of shame, I think, first of all, first knowing that everyone is going through it. And two, you need to share how you're fucking feeling. Like, whether this is the shame that they were talking about or not, like, the number one advice that I have with shame is that it feeds off secrecy. It feeds off secrecy. So when you keep that shame to yourself, you are allowing it to own you in that moment and to keep you silent. But to tell somebody else that you're feeling shameful about something, that you feel like absolute shit about something. In that moment that you own it and you say it out loud to someone, it no longer owns you because shame hates secrecy. And as soon as it's out there, you don't have that shame anymore. Maybe it still feels shitty, but it's not shameful because shame is all about feeling like you can't tell somebody, you can't open up to somebody. So find somebody in your life who, as Brene Brown will call it, They have marbles in your jar. They've built your trust. You've put marbles in their jar over time and they are are a marble jar, friend. That's what Brene Brown says. That's the analogy that she uses with her daughter. And I love it so much because it's like, who in your life has proved to you that no matter what the fuck you fucking did, (laughs) they got your back and they're not going to judge you. Like maybe you guys will laugh about it. Maybe like they'll judge you for a second, but at the end of the day, like they got you and like they've done way worse. So like who in your life can you trust with your shame? Whenever one of my friends come to me and they tell me something really hard that they really didn't want to tell me, that they feel very shameful about, the first thing that I always say is thank you for sharing that with me. I'm sure that was like pretty scary and like there's nothing that you could tell me that would ever make me stop loving you. And to have somebody like that in your life is how you're going to remove that shame by sharing it so you don't wear it. If you don't share it, you wear it. So share it so it no longer owns you. Being in my spiritual practice while also having ADHD and running multiple businesses and having to preserve my relationships can feel super, super, super difficult sometimes. And that's why I love when meditation or breath work can just be so easily accessible and on hand for me so that I actually fucking do it. That's why I love Open. Open is an amazing app and they are actually sponsoring the podcast, guys. So go support them because they allow me to continue to create for you guys. And I just love using my Open app every single morning to do a meditation or a breathwork class to just start my day on the right note. Open is designed for all levels and you can bring a friend to any class with an unlimited guest pass and you can cancel anytime. The best part is that Open is giving skinny dipping listeners 30 days for free literally for free when you visit withopen.com slash skinny dipping it's also going to be linked in this episode with open you can practice with the best teachers in the world anywhere anytime so guys let's take a class together let's do this thing you can join me on open by going to withopen.com slash skinny dipping and let me know what you guys think and i'll see you in class let's get back to the episode this person says how to find your why or how to find your purpose. I don't know what to do with my life. I hate my college program. Well, I would just like to start off by saying that I left college two years in because I didn't feel like it was the right path for me anymore. I think when it comes to college and school, I know that there's like this idea that like you have to finish and you like have to do something that you don't want to do when in reality, like, oh my God 
you can do whatever you want and you have so much choice and and you have the ability to have free will and decisions in your life and if something's not working out for you don't be afraid to change and to shift and when it comes to finding your purpose ah you're not going to find it right away. Like, like what would be the fun in that? What would be the fun in the journey if you just knew what you were here to do? You know, like there's beauty in the journey. And the key is to just keep following the breadcrumbs, following the things in front of you that excite you and light you up and make you feel fucking alive. Follow those things because that will lead you to realizing your purpose. And then years down the line, you're going to look at all those things and see this commonality between them and maybe your purpose is going to be to create or or to serve your community or to unconditionally love or to have a family whatever it will be for you whatever it will be your purpose you're going to see this commonality through all your different things and you just can't get too caught up in the purpose and in the why and and in like the the end goal you know like you're not at the end. You're in the middle. You're in your journey. You need to allow yourself to be in your journey. And when you do that, that is when everything is going to shift for you. Somebody said in this podcast I listened to with Jay Shetty, the guest said, stop living your goals and start living your story. And that stuck with me because I'm so caught up in like my purpose and my destiny and all the things that I want to accomplish and and who I want to be. And, you know, taking life so fucking seriously when it's just like, start living your story. And that just shifted things for me when I realized like to not take it so seriously because like this is part of my story and like it's fun creating your story. It's like a fun thing to do and it's a beautiful thing. And you know, I have a huge problem with control and letting go and surrender. So for me to just focus on really living my story rather than like my destiny or my purpose or my why is it, it, it is just so, so fulfilling because I know that I can be in the present moment and the why and the purpose will shape itself as you create your story. And I just, I just love that question. So thank you for asking that. Now, a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. You guys know that I am obsessed with learning about the brain and how knowing about the brain and creating a healthy brain can lower our anxiety, help us cope with depression, and just help us live a better life. And there are plenty of ways to support a healthy brain and make sure that your functions are being exercised properly, like learning a new language or taking a power nap, just learning about and becoming aware of the different ways in which our brain functions. And there's also BetterHelp Online Therapy. You guys know that therapy has completely saved and changed my life. And this is because therapy has made me realize so much of myself and has been able to aid me in healing myself deeper. But I know that having someone to talk to and having therapy, especially like weekly or bi-weekly, to just have someone to check in on you and check in on your progress is the most helpful thing to your growth. BetterHelp offers video, phone, and even live chat only therapy sessions. So you don't even have to see anybody on camera if that's something that makes you nervous or anxious it's much more affordable than in-person therapy and this makes it so much more accessible for the wider population so so many of us can create a healthy brain and create better lives for ourselves and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours and the good news is if this is something that sounds interesting to you guys our listeners here at skinny dipping get 10 percent off their first month at betterhelp.com slash skinny dipping that's better H-E-L-P dot com slash skinny dipping. Let's get back to the episode.
Did you need to work through any resentment towards religion before accepting spirituality? So I was not raised in any religion, which I'm very grateful for. I know so many of you who have found spirituality. You've messaged me on Instagram and you've been like, hey, like I'm trying to like unlearn these Christian beliefs and it can feel uncomfortable. And I just want to give anyone who's going through that so much empathy and understanding and acknowledgement that like your journey to finding your own version of God and source and the universe and spirituality is harder than somebody like me who didn't have that preconditioning. And I just want to acknowledge the strength and the bravery that it takes for, oh, it's going to make me emotional, that it takes for you to find this higher power on your own because the conditioning within like intense religion it's so toxic and it's meant to support the one percent meant to support the patriarchy and it is just so non-inclusive so i think it's so important for you to acknowledge how fucking brave and courageous you are if that is something that you are going through is unlearning like christian guilt while also being on your spiritual journey because obviously what religion has done is weaponized spirituality for power control and wealth so i just want to give you a hundred percent props if you're going through that because you just have another layer to uncover um and it's a deep layer allow yourself time that would be the best advice that i have um just because i have had friends who have that similar situation and, and i've talked to them and you know the unlearning is so important and then the relearning and then of course the discerning so listening to your intuition listening to what works for you because that's really the difference here is spirituality is about you. It's about, you know, how you connect to the oneness of the world and and how you experience the spiritual life through your perspective and through your eyes. So listen to your intuition during this and just give yourself time and allow yourself to unlearn and reaffirm these new beliefs. My mom says I need to like go hang out and go clubbing. Is it weird that I fear or dislike these activities? Okay. Here's what I think. This is what I will just always tell my friends. They're like, oh my God, like, should I do this? Should I not do this? And then I'm like, well, what's your intention? Like, why do you want to do it? Do you, do you not want to go on this date because it's not aligned with you? Do you not want to go on this date because, you know, it, it doesn't feel good with you in, internally? Like, is that why? Or are you not going because you're avoiding something? Because you're scared. Because you're scared of rejection or someone not being attracted to you and it's the same thing here like with going out and partying it's like is it coming from this place of fear is it coming from like this social anxiety place is it coming from a place of you know you just don't feel like you fit in or something like that is it coming from this place of fear or is it just genuinely not aligned with you and you know I think those are the questions to ask yourself and make your decision accordingly on how you feel about it because going out and partying doesn't have to be for everyone like I honestly like it. Like I'm 23 years old and I'm balancing, (laughs) you know, going out and, you know, my alcohol intake every couple weeks and like having some fun with my friends and being young and experiencing this human body while also keeping in mind that, you know, being around that much energy can be really draining. Alcohol really lowers your vibration. Um, But I love to dance. I love to go out and club and like dance. So you don't need alcohol for that necessarily. Um, But I think you need to just ask yourself what your intention is. And that's how you can kind of figure out what's 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 the right next move to make you know if you should push yourself and if you should go out and try it and you know go out with your friends or you know if it's just not for you and you need to find some new people who want to go to like yoga class on Saturday night and then come home and like smoke weed and chill you know whatever it is for you 
Okay, I hope that helped. Let's see the next question. How do I find spiritual friends? I feel like everyone always asks this question, like, how do I find spiritual friends? And you don't. They find you. Like, or you just talk to your current friends about your journey and they get interested in it. Like, that's what I found. As long as you're aligning to your highest self and your highest timeline, the people that are meant to spiritually connect to you will come in at the perfect time. Just trust me, they will. And maybe, you know, maybe you're meant to go through this journey alone for a year or something like that. But your tribe and your people will come in. Write it down in your journal. Like literally write it down and be like, my ideal friend would be like this. And stop focusing on like a friend group, you know? Like I think we get so caught up in like the socialness of like wanting a friend group and how cool it would be. And like everyone has a friend group. That's my dream life. Like they just do fun things together. And it's just like, just focus on finding one good friend. Like that's what I've just done. Focus on finding one good friend. And then you focus on finding another good friend when they come along and putting your intention into that solo relationship and creating one-on-one connections is how you really build that spiritual bond. So, you know, just focus on more like attracting and making an effort with one or two people separately rather than like a whole like spiritual friend group, if that makes sense. And the right people will come to you at the right time. I know that's so annoying. You're like, when are they coming? But they will. They, they really will. How would a day in a life look for you spiritually? I guess like if I'm really having a spiritual girly day, like I'll get up and I'll work out and meditate and then go to the beach or the river or a waterfall or go on a walk or something like that. Um, But honestly, I don't think that the key is to like create this for my brain anyway. My brain doesn't work with this like really structured morning or night like spiritual routine. Like The key is that like, I just want to meditate at some point. I want to move my body at some point. I want to journal at some point in the day. And whenever that can fit into my day, you know, (laughs) amazing. And I think for me, like, especially working for myself, creating my own multiple businesses and, you know, like just living on Maui, especially and like wanting to play a lot. Like I don't have a set routine. And I think for me, allowing myself to you know, make sure that I do the things that I need to do for my spiritual practice, but at any time of the day and with no rules or regulations, just with a lot of like freedom and understanding and empathy um, for like however long I can do it or however short it is, like just giving myself empathy and understanding for that is definitely the key. And um, yeah, so don't focus so much on like a schedule, but for me, like a spiritual day is every single day because I'm just living my life and I am living this spiritual existence and I see angel numbers every single time I get in my car and drive and I feel guided. I, I hear songs in stores and I'm just like reminded that, you know, like spirit is with me and I'm deeply, deeply connected to it. I really like to go to this river to swim. And for me, that's like one of the places where I feel so safe and spiritually connected. So If I'm really having a spiritual moment and I really need to reconnect, I will go there. And to have a place where you always feel safe to go um, is amazing because, you know, when we feel safe, we can open up. And for me, it's like private enough that I feel safe, but close enough to like the road that, you know, I don't feel like someone's going to like capture me in the forest (laughs) or something like that. Hey guys, we just want to take a quick break in this episode to let you know how to make your own podcast because we know each and every one of you has something important to say that will offer value to the world around us. We use Anchor. It's this sick platform that is free and has creation tools to record and edit your podcast. 
right from your phone or your computer. And now you can add any song from Spotify directly to your podcast. The best part about this is that Anchor automatically distributes your podcast to all platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. This makes podcasting way too easy. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So if you're ready to share your value with the world, which we know you are, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm now to get started. Okay, let's get back to it. So yeah, I definitely think meditation, movement in my day, and then going somewhere really beautiful that connects me to myself is what a spiritual day looks like. But then other days, I literally sit at my computer and I work all day long and I hate myself for it. Okay. (laughs) What are your thoughts on soul reincarnation? I love this question. And if you've listened to my episodes where I talk about past lives, like many lives, many masters, and by the same author, Only Love is Real is like... One of my favorite books to ever exist and completely changed my life because I had such a fear of death growing up. Um, I would lay awake at night and I couldn't, I couldn't go to bed because I was just thinking about death and not growing up with any sort of religion or belief system. I really thought there was nothing. I thought it was just going to be black and, 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 and I was just going to be like alive inside, like, uh, uh, <laughs> like inside the ground or something like that. And so aware and like, miserable and just like stuck in blackness for eternity like I don't know I was just so paralyzed by the fear of death and learning about past lives and reincarnation and having proof with my own eyes you got to go to listen to the spiritual story um, episode that I have because guys I talk about my past life regression and I'm not going to talk about it here again but I've had proof that past lives exist. I know when I've met someone and I have an instant soul connection with them, soul recognition with them, I immediately know it and I feel it. This book, Many Lies, Many Masters, basically scientifically proves through hypnotherapy that it's real. Like reincarnation is real. Read the book. I'm not going to bother explaining it to you. And the author was a psychotherapist turned hypnotherapist turned past life regressionist. And honestly, it's amazing. And it is real. A hundred percent we do reincarnate and I think that's such a beautiful thing that we have lived so many lives and we will be here so many more times and you know you might reincarnate in different dimensions or you know into animals or you know you might be an angel for somebody or a guide for somebody in one of their lives and everything is happening at once because time only exists within this human world and I just think it's so cool that We've lived all these lives and I'm just so grateful for all the lives that I've lived because they brought me to the life that I'm in now. And I just think that's so cool and it's so magical. So my thoughts on it are it's real. It's absolutely real. And if you don't believe me, read many lives, many masters, and then come back to me with your disproof and let's have a healthy discussion because I love that shit. I love good healthy discussions. What's your spiritual take on deja vu? I've been having it a lot lately. You may be having dreams. If you're having deja vu all the time, you're psychic. You have psychic abilities. Recognize them. Strengthen them. Let's fucking do it. Tips for your spiritual practice with ADHD. I absolutely love this question because your girl has ADHD and the common system and structure of spirituality 
doesn't work for my mind because it stresses me out. It creates shame when I don't do it. It makes me feel like shit about myself. And in reality, like I need to do spirituality in a way that feels good for me and good for my brain. The best way to do it is you need to make it like easy and satisfying. So you need to set yourself up for success by like setting up a cute little altar and just, you know, whenever you have a moment to sit at that and meditate, like sit down and do that and You know, I think what I said earlier about not having so much structure in my spirituality routine is exactly what you should do if you have ADHD. Like, if you have ADHD, like, what you need to do is you need to just do it when you can. And just for me, I have it on my whiteboard with all my, like, work to-do lists. On my to-do list, I also have, like, journal or meditation or movement or breath work. Whatever I feel called to put on the list that day, I'm going to put on it. And I don't have to do it in any scheduled time, but at some point during the day, I need to do that thing for at least five minutes. If I have more time, I will put more time into it. And just giving yourself, like, flexibility and and checking things off a whiteboard really helps my mind because then I don't forget and the day doesn't pass and then I'm like oh shit I never did my spiritual practice like when I have it in front of my eyes like it's just a constant reminder that that is a priority for me that is a non-negotiable and that's also something you should write down because you need to write down your non-negotiables in life if you're going to commit to yourself pick three to five things that are non-fucking negotiables in your day because this is how you're going to be able to change your life when you switch it to your brain that it's not you know it's not a thing that is just I'm just going to do it maybe because you'll never get around to it you'll never get around to meditating if you don't make it a non-negotiable and a priority or maybe that's just me and I'm talking to myself but My ADHD brain just wants to play around on my TikTok or, you know, snuggle with my boyfriend or just chill or just do literally anything else but meditate because my brain doesn't want to quiet down and that's the exact moment that you need it most. So put it on your to-do list, allow yourself to be flexible with routines and just make one to five minutes for a day and then other days do it for 20 when you have the time. And that would be my best advice for staying in your spiritual practice with ADHD. How to not have FOMO and how to stop being jealous. Okay, FOMO is just this thing that as you grow up, you're just going to feel and everyone feels it. Everyone feels it. Even if you don't experience it like a crazy amount, everyone experiences FOMO. So give yourself grace. (laughs) Don't be so hard on yourself for feeling jealous or feeling FOMO like I know it sucks, but the more that you resist it and shame yourself, the worse you're actually going to make the FOMO and the jealousy. So instead, just be like, yep, I feel FOMO right now. Like, fucking own it. Like, you don't have to tell your friends. Like, that's like, you know, whatever. But you need to tell yourself and be honest with yourself or tell somebody else. You can just be like, hey, I have crazy fucking FOMO right now. And I just wanted to say that out loud. And so I don't have shame on it. And so it doesn't own me anymore, you know? So own it. Own that you have FOMO. As the resistance lessens, so will the persistence of the FOMO. And when it comes to jealousy, I have to tell you this really great thing that completely changed my life and changed my perspective with jealousy. The universe is a reflection of you and the reflection of the possibilities of you. Basically, you cannot see anything that doesn't exist through your eyes, through your perspective. And when the universe places something in front of you for somebody else close to you, something that you really wanted and something that maybe makes you jealous, right? Because you really wanted it or or you could see that being your life and maybe it's not. Just know the universe only put that in front of you because, because it knows you are capable of doing that thing as well. And that's why it's showing up in your sphere of consciousness and your sphere of knowing to plant that little seed 
And that changed my life because I realized, oh shit, like that has been in front of me and I've been jealous of it with that person this whole time because I'm capable of that. And the universe wanted me to see somebody else doing it. So I knew it was possible, you know? So when you think about jealousy and the things that you want like that, it it just completely shifted my perspective. And it's true. It's truth. I get chills thinking about it because uh, how to handle being a spiritual being while working a laborious nine to five job. The reality of life is that a lot of people have jobs where you have to go to work during the day and you don't have all this time to connect to yourself. And that's why you need to set timers, one minute timers, five minute timers. You just need to add this meditation or this breath work or this connection to yourself into your day. And another thing that I really love to do when I'm really, really busy with work, but I still need to connect to myself and connect to my guides and connect to the universe is while I'm driving, I will talk out loud, almost like in prayer. I will talk out loud to the universe and my guides and I will thank them. I will show gratitude for all the things they're bringing in. I'll ask them for advice and insight on different things. And I'll just speak out loud to my guides and my angels and the universe and I will address them accordingly and talk to them and connect to them and you know use that time while you're driving to turn off your music and just be with yourself in that moment and you know that's something that you can also do to add it into your life and then just making sure on your days off like you're not going straight to hanging out with people straight to partying like spend some time with yourself use your free time to put into your spiritual practice and in return the universe will give you more time for that because you are showing that you care about it and that you want to put energy into it so put more time into it and you will find that more time will be made just naturally by the law of attraction do you believe in the quote everything happens for a reason because i struggle with that i get it I get it. I have struggled with that too, especially in the shittiest times in my life. I've been like, okay, fuck this. How could this be happening for a reason? And then years down the line, I see the butterfly effect. I see the lessons I learned from it that brought me to where I am now. And I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, that's why. That's the reason. So I do believe that, but I know that it's not easy for anyone to realize and you know, it just happens to be affirmed through your own experiences throughout time. And You know, it's okay if you don't believe that because, you know, when you're experiencing something really painful, you don't need to be looking for the reason or the why or the purpose. You just need to feel your feelings and grieve and do whatever the fuck you need to do to move through it the best that you know how to with the tools that you have. So it's okay if you don't believe in that. I do believe in that though. And I've seen it in my own life that everything does connect and have this higher purpose and higher reasoning and It also does bring peace in the hard times. So I think that's why a lot of people love that quote as well. Okay, guys, final question is, how do you surrender to the universe? I'm struggling with not trying to control my manifestations. Also, side note, someone said, can you manifest multiple things at once? Yes, you can, queen. You can do whatever the fuck you want. It's your fucking life. Go off. Um, But yeah, how do you surrender with your manifestations? You need to forget about it. And the best way to forget about it is do other things that make you happy. For me, it's like really getting in that flow state through surfing or working out or running or playing the piano. For some people, it's painting or singing or whatever it is for you. Get in that flow state and that'll take you out of, you know, that chasing mentality and into the present. So allow yourself to be in flow state more. Do more things that put you in that flow state, whatever it is for you. Write them down and have it handy so that when you feel like you're being obsessive over your manifestations, you can 
you know, go on a walk or, you know, play the piano, write a song, um, color in those little mandalas with a colorful pencil, whatever it is for you. Just get in that flow state and that'll help that'll help distract you and, you know, put you in the present so that you aren't obsessing over your manifestations. And the thing with manifestations is you just need to assume law of assumption. They're fucking going to happen at some point, at some timeline, at the divine time, it's going to happen. Right. And as long as you just keep fucking believing that, you know, and focusing on that energy, that is what will come to you. So yeah, just allow yourself to be and allow yourself to be more than just, you know, in your spiritual journey, allow yourself to just, you know, be a 20 year old, be a 30 year old, being a teenager, whatever you are, like, just allow yourself to be that. You know, you don't have to be this spiritual high being who's manifesting all fucking day long all the time. Like, do that if you want, but also allow yourself to just be human and distract yourself with human things. And I think that will really help you just kind of like let go and surrender. I, I wrote this quote on my whiteboard and it's because my boyfriend was making fun of me and I was like, I don't know, messing with my sound bowl. And he's like, you're not taking it seriously. Like he's joking with me probably because that's something I would say to him. And I was like, to take it not seriously is to take it seriously. And that's the thing about life is that to be on this spiritual journey and to not take it seriously and to let go and to surrender and to play and to have fun is to be doing it right, is to be taking it seriously. So allow that to guide you in any way that it needs to. Share this with somebody that you love, please. I know that somebody will get some good little pieces and nuggets and breadcrumbs from the universe through this episode. So send it to somebody who needs to hear it. Share on your Instagram story. It means so much to us, guys. And make sure you keep an eye out for all the good things coming in the next month because I have a lot of like applicable like worksheet like video things coming out that are actually going to applicably help you change your life and step into your power. So just know that that's coming and I'm so, so, so excited for it. Follow the Instagram at skinny dipping diaries. Follow me at Sundays KK. I love you guys so fucking much. You are inherently worthy in everything that you are and everything that you do is just living your life as this spiritual being. And it's a beautiful blessing. And yeah, I love you guys so much. Bye. Oh, also, I have a shadow work journal prompt book for $4. If you still want that, that is linked on my Instagram. Go check it out. Okay, bye guys. Warmer, sunnier days are calling, so fuel up with them with factors, no prep, no mess meals. If you are like me, sometimes you can forget to feed yourself when you're super busy, and that's why I love Factor. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian-approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious and great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore, and you can have as little or as much as you want every single week. And if this interests you at all, I'm going to give you guys 50% off only for skinny dipping listeners. So head to factormeals.com slash skinny 50 and use code skinny 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. Win-win. That's code skinny 50 at factormeals.com slash skinny 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Go check it out. It'll make your life so effortless and nutritious. As the weather is getting warmer, it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. 
I've wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul and I don't want to spend a fortune. I'm constantly wearing the 100% washable silk slip dress and people ask me all the time where I got it from. I've also now got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking on trend year after year. By partnering directly with top factories, Kintz cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Kintz only works with factories that use safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, which you know is so important to me when it comes to clothing brands. Get warm weather ready with Kintz. Go to kintz.com slash skinny dipping for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash skinny dipping to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Kintz.com slash skinny dipping. 